his soul in sad exile was out on life's sea so burdened with sin and distress till I heard a sweet voice saying make me your choice and I entered the Looking forward to that day when Jesus comes. You know, I love it here on earth, and the Lord's given us great things here, but we have no idea until we get to heaven. What a glorious day that's going to be. Amen. Tell you, it is a joy to be here tonight. It's a joy to have the, the uh, opportunity to preach. And uh, now you might think, well, everybody else is gone, so <laughs> that's all they had. And that's, that's about right, but... Uh, uh, you know, sometimes you just take what you get, you know, but uh, now I'm glad that everybody came back. You know, it's full tonight. You know, he I thought he messed up when he announced that he wasn't going to be here uh, tonight and I was going to be preaching for him. But uh, now it is a joy to be here and uh, love serving here at Community Baptist Temple. And the Lord's got 
great things in store for Community Baptist Temple, and he's got great things in store for his people here at Community Baptist Temple. And you do remember our pastor and, and the other staff guys as they're gone this week, and that the Lord would just speak to them and, and give them safety and, and uh, traveling mercies there. If you have your Bible tonight, you could turn to Exodus chapter 17. <clears throat> Exodus chapter 17. You know, do you ever just get so tired that you feel like you can't go on? You know, maybe you're here tonight and, and you're just tired, you know, and uh, you're probably thinking, well, yeah, but the next 20 minutes I'm going to get a good nap, so I'll be fine afterwards. That's Brother Glenn, he told me he's going to be sleeping during the service, so not to call him out, so I made sure I did that right now. Brother Dan had to keep elbowing him there, keep him awake. But, uh, you know, there are those times when, you know, we, we feel like, man, just can't go on anymore. But uh, you come to the house of the Lord, or the Lord uses somebody to encourage you or to lift you up, and we realize why we do what we do, why we keep going on, why we kept, keep pressing forward. You know, and there, there are times when we get physically tired, you know. Uh, we're running. We're always doing something. We've got a lot going on. But, you know, there's times when we get spiritually tired. And, you know, we think of when we first got saved, and, man, we're fired up, and we're ready to go. We're out there, and we're out on soul winning, and we're telling people, and we're ready to face the devil with the squirt gun, you know, and uh, we're just ready to go. You know, we don't miss a service. We're here. And uh, when things are going on, we get involved, you know, and not that we're just here, but we're excited to be here. And people can tell that we're excited to be here. But, you know, as, as time goes on, Sometimes we lose that. We lose that excitement, and it, it kind of just gets a little bit old, you know, and it's kind of like, oh, it's church. It's Sunday. we got to go to church. You know, maybe it's Saturday morning. Man, I, I just want to sleep, you know. I, well, I, I don't have to go to Soul Wayne today. It's okay. It's okay that, that people are dying and going to hell because i got to sleep. You know, I'm tired. I'm wore out. You know, sometimes we just have to overcome that. We got to say, you know what? There's more things important. We got to just keep going on. You know, or we come to church and, man, it's a drag. You know, we just come in and, man, people can see it. You know, maybe we put the, the fake face on when we come through the door. You know, someone says, how are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Good to see you. You know, but if they would have saw us out in the car, we're like, oh, man, come, come on, get out of the car. Let's go. Come on, kids. I don't have to say that yet. But, uh, you know, but our spirit about us. And uh, I want to flip over here real quick. I uh, was preaching to the kids uh, this afternoon in rally time and uh, talking about Daniel and the lion's den. And, and something stuck out to me in, in Daniel chapter 6 and verse 3. It says, Then this Daniel was preferred above the presidents and princes, because an excellent spirit was in him. And the king thought to set him over the whole realm. You know, what is it that people see about us today? Is it that somebody can look at us and say, man, he's got an excellent spirit. Man, I want to put him over the whole kingdom. I want to put him in charge. You know what? Because of his spirit. You know, our spirit and our attitude mean a lot to those around us. And we determine what it's going to be. And like I say, we can try to fool people, but they're going to they're gonna see the true us. 
one way or another. You know, there's times when, when our light as Christians, it gets a little dim. It gets a little dim. You know, our batteries start going a little weak. And we've got to get in the Word of God and we've got to recharge ourselves. We've got to make sure that that light's bright. That we're not hiding it under a bushel. But that it's bright so that people can see. You know, um, if our cell phone, if it starts to go dead, oh man, where's my charger? I've got to get this thing plugged in. I can't make it without this thing. But when it comes to spiritual things, we, well, my spiritual battery is getting a little low, but you know I can I can handle that another day. Let me just let me just put that aside, and when it's convenient for me, then then I'll get plugged in, then I'll get back where I need to be. But right now, I just kind of want to do my own thing. I just we'll just put that on hold. You know where does where do some of those things hit us tonight? Now, I know some of those things hit me right on the head. You know, there's things, how important is God to you? You know, we know that how important we are to God because he sent his son to die for us. But how do we in return uh, treat him and how do we put importance on him? Let's go ahead and uh, go to the Lord in prayer before we get started here tonight. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we do just thank you for this opportunity we have to be here tonight. Lord, I just pray that you would be with your word. I just pray that uh, you'd hide me behind the cross, Lord, that you would challenge us tonight, Lord, that we can leave here stirred and um, better Christians for it, Lord, and we'll just give you the glory and the honor and the praise for it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Notice there, uh, in the beginning, I said you get a 20-minute nap. So this is going to be a short sermon, okay? So I just want to let you know, I had some people ask me, you know, if I was going to be long-winded tonight. I said, no, it'll be short. It'll be short. I'm always short, right? It's not what my wife says. But in Exodus chapter 17, starting in verse 9, it says, And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose, choose us out men, and go out and fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him, and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and her went up to the top of the hill, and it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat thereon, and Aaron and her stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. You know, very familiar here, we see how when Moses has got his hands raised with his rod, that the children of Israel are prevailing. But as soon as he drops those, they begin to fail. You know, but he has Aaron and her there to, to help him to hold up his arms. Well, we need some Aaron's and some hers tonight to hold up the hands of God, to hold up the, the leadership of this church, to hold up each other at this church if we want to prevail. See, where there is no prayer, we're not going to prevail. You know, there's a, a lot of a focus is put on Moses here. But you know what? He couldn't do it on his own. We see there in verse 10, or in verse 12, it says, But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat there on, and Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands. You know what? Moses' hands got heavy. They got tired. He wasn't going to be able to hold it up anymore. But you know what? He had two men. 
that were there by his side. You know, our pastor has a lot of things that he has to bear, a lot of things that he has to hold up before God, a lot of things that he's held accountable for. And But you know what? He can't do it all on his own. He can't do it all on his own because he needs people in this church, you and I, to say, hey, you know what, Pastor? I'm, I'm right there. I'm beside you. I'm willing to hold up your hands. Because once you got those hands held up, once we're trusting and relying on God, that's when we prevail. It's not when we try to do it in ourselves. It's not when we say, hey, you know what, Pastor? Just put that down. We'll come up with something else. We'll, we'll, we'll think of something else. No, that's never going to work when we don't go with what God has for us. You know, uh, the people of our church, we need people to come, to hold us up. When we're tired, when we're heavy, when we don't think that we can go on any longer, and somebody comes beside you and says, hey, I'm here for you. I'm praying for you this week. I know you're going through hard times. Are you willing to say, you know what, I may not be able to do a whole lot. There's not a whole lot that I can do but I can hold your hands up. You know, it doesn't take a a bunch of talent or qualifications just to go before God, to pray for, for our pastor, for the leaders of the church, for different members. You know, we go through our prayer list every Wednesday night to see the names, whether it's salvation, whether it's short term health issues, whether it's long term, whether it's the cancer list. So many people, are in need of prayer. You know, but God, God can come through. God answers those prayers. Like I said, where there is no prayer, then we will not prevail. You know, the job doesn't get a whole bunch of recognition. You know, we don't say, oh man, look what, look what this, look what somebody did for praying for us. You know, so many times we, we kind of overlook the prayer warriors and things, but the job can't be done without them. The job cannot be done you know, once those hands were let down, the enemy started to prevail. You know, well, you say, well, how do we help hold up the hands of the leadership and the ones in our church? Number one, we'd be faithful. We'd be faithful. We'd be faithful in prayer. We'd be faithful to church. These things uh, encourage each and every one of us. You know, like I said, there's times where you'll be down, and especially on a Wednesday night, maybe it's been a rough week, but you make it to church. And then it's just a relief Amen. to be in God's house. To see ones that uh, praying for each other. Just to see brothers and sisters in Christ being active in the church. There's so many different things uh, also on that prayer list. On Wednesday nights, there's always a section that emphasizes one ministry of our church each week. There's so many different ministries that we have that God allows us to put on here. But we can't do it without you. We need people that are willing to say, you know what, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to step up. I'm going to get involved in the bus ministry. I'm going to get involved in the Sunday school. I'm going to join the choir. I'm going to do whatever needs to be done because I want to be one to help. I want to be one that makes a difference. I see number three here that we need to move forward for God. You know, and... Uh, here at Community Baptist Temple, we're moving forward for God. You know, and uh, it's exciting to look into the future and see what God's going to have for us. You know, uh, here before we know it, we're going to be over there in that new building. Amen. Man, and we're going to have that building, and the Lord's going to bless, and we're going to be able to fill that up, see soul saves and lives change. Why? Because 
There's men and women here that are doing their part now. We can't, if we're not doing our part now, we're, we'll never make it there. Because God says, hey, you've got to be willing to serve me now. You've got to be able to do what I said now before we can take it to another level. See, we're moving forward here for God, but you have to ask yourself this question, are you on board? Are you on board? Or are you one that kind of hindering the work? You say, well, I just don't know about this. I, I think I'll just hold back. I just think I'll just wait to see what happens. If that's you tonight, you're going to miss out on so many blessings from the Lord. You know, we, uh, we need people that want to invest in lives. You know, and I'm not talking about just money here. You know, we, we've got different fundraisers and things we're talking about for the youth and things. And, and if you can, um, you know, contribute to that, that's great. But, you know, there's more than that. There's taking the time and putting the time and energy just to mentor people. You know, and there's so many people at, at this church that have invested in me. And I'm so thankful for that. And there's people that I can go back and look in my past and say, man, they've invested in me. When I get tired, when I feel like I can't go on, I say, but look how many people have gone on before me. Look what they've done. And it gives you a boost. Say, man, I can do it. I can do it. I'm not the only one. I know there's others hurting. I want to be right there to help each other along the way. We're putting that time and that investment in people. Hey, if we want to make a difference, we've got to be willing to sacrifice a few things. We've got to be willing to give up some of our time. We've got to be willing just to be used by God. You know, in, in our text here, we see the, the children of Israel are, are facing an enemy. And every day when we wake up and we uh, go about our day, we're facing an enemy, Satan. And maybe it's a co-worker, maybe it's a neighbor, maybe it's a classmate, wherever it is, but Satan's going to try to get somebody to discourage you, somebody to get you off course. You know, you come across these people and, you know, they ask, they say, so, uh, you in that carousel building yet? No, no, we're not in there yet. <laughs> That's what I thought. That's what I thought. You guys uh, bit off a little more than you can chew, huh? That's... You know, that, that's, that's too big of a project. You know how much money that's going to cost? Say, so, well, you know, the last time I checked, there's nothing too big for God. Amen. There's nothing too big for God when it's not, it's not on us. It's on Him. Amen. You know, and right now, it's just not God's timing for us to be there. But when it is, it's going to happen. But, you know, it's easy to fall into that, to fall into Satan's trap sometimes, you know, we think, man, you know what, they're, oh, man, that is going to be a lot of money. That's, that's a big building. That's a lot of work to do over there. I mean, we were supposed to be in there by now, but I know there's been some things that kind of hinder us. Oh, wow, what if that person's right? Yeah, yeah. And then we got that mindset. And then we go to talk to somebody else in the church. We say, you know, they may be excited about it. Man, I can't wait. Well, yeah, but you know how long it's going to take? Do you know what's got to be done over there before? You know, it's, uh, as pastor's talking about that negative spirit and how it's so contagious, we've got to be careful. You know, going back to our attitude and the spirit that people see in us. You know, just like pastor said the other day, what more is there to want than what we've got right now? People getting saved every week baptisms people join in the church 
Man, the last time we checked, that's what it was all about. Going and reaching the world, the lost and dying world, with the gospel. And adding people to the church. You know, the, the Lord is truly blessing Community Baptist Temple. There's no doubt about it. I know He's uh, blessing God's people individually. I know He's blessing me and my family. And, but we, we can't take the credit. It's got to be all on God. And we need more people that are going to take a stand. They're saying, hey, I'm willing to be an Aaron. I'm willing to be a her. I'm willing just to hold up the arms of God. You know, right now, through everything that's going on, the, the different building projects and transitions, and, you know, we can look at those as obstacles and things, but, you know, I like to look at those as making memories to see where God is bringing us. You know, one of these days, I'm going to be able to look back and tell my children when all they know is that building over there, but to tell them how God got us there. To tell them how God gave this property up here and how He blessed there. And we moved in here just to keep on moving forward for God. And to be able to share those things. You know, uh, there's times it's hard and there's trials, but those are are memories that we need to keep in our mind. And don't forget how God's blessed in the past. He's not failed us and He's not going to. You know, there's some special occasions in my life that I'm never going to forget. You know, I'm never going to forget that day that I accepted Christ as my Savior. You know, as a six-year-old boy coming home from church on Sunday night, I knew that I needed to be saved. And I got to sit down there at the dinner table and talk to my mom and dad and go through and accept Christ as my Savior. Hey, I don't have to worry about that anymore. But I tell you what, you know what? I'll never forget. I'll never forget that day. I'll never forget, or at least I better never forget, the day I married my wife. I passed the first test the first year, and I remembered the day. So, um, one for a hundred, or one for one. Uh, yeah, a hundred percent right now. However you want to look at that. A hundred percent. You know, that's something special to me. You know, I'm sure there's other people that won't remember because it doesn't mean as much to them. But to me, it's special. You know, there's some stories, there's some things that we read in the Bible that means something to the person that it happened to. You know, you think of the woman at the well and when she accepted that living water that day. That's a day that she's never going to forget. You know, when the thief was hanging on the cross and he hears the Lord tell him, Hey, today thou shalt be with me in paradise. That's going to be a day that he never forgets. There's going to be times when Daniel, he's thrown in the lion's den and he remembers how God came through for him. How God uh, shut the mouths of the lions and they didn't harm him. There's times when the three Hebrew boys, they remember a time when God went through the trial with them. They went through the fire and kept them safe. There's days when Job remembers all the trials and everything that he lost, but he remembers that God was with him, that God was always there. David will never forget the day that he beat Goliath. He didn't do it in his own power, but he said, I do it in the power of the Lord. It wasn't in himself. There's things that happen that these people are never going to forget because it, it meant something to them. It was special to them. You know, I hope that there is a time and a place when you can go back and remember when you accepted Christ as your Savior. You know, I hope there is that day that you'll never forget. 
the best thing that can happen to you is accepting Christ as your Savior. You know, there's uh, when I was talking to uh, the kids in the rally time this afternoon, talking about Daniel, you know, it would have been so easy for him just for those 30 days when they weren't supposed to pray for him to hide and, and pray in secret or, or not to pray, you know, because there was consequences. I mean, if he got caught, he was going to be uh, tossed into the den of lions. Nobody wants that. Nobody's asking, oh, please throw me in there. Please catch me. But you know what? We, we see this time and time again how they just trust God. It, it says that he did as he did a four time, three times a day, opened up his window. He wasn't ashamed. He wasn't ashamed to pray to God. He wasn't ashamed because he knew what was right. He knew what he needed to do, and he knew that God was going to come through for him one way or the other. If God so chose to have him eaten by the lions, you know what? He would have been uh, just as well off in heaven. You know, it, it's all about our perspective of how we look at it and who we really put our trust in. Are we really trusting in God? And I know it's hard to put ourselves into situations like this because we don't know how we would respond until we're in that ourselves, you know, and, and nobody wants to be faced with a, a decision like that, you know, but the way our society's going, it might come to a time when they say, hey, get rid of this. Get rid of this. And then we're going to be faced with, what are we going to do? Are we going to trust God? Are we going to say, hey, God, well, uh, you'll understand. You'll understand why I'm going to get rid of this. Because they've, they've threatened me. They've threatened you with what? Heaven? It's all about how you look at it, right? Yes, amen. It's all about how you look at it. You know, uh, also... Uh, you know, sometimes the decisions that we make, we base it on others. What's those around us doing? What will those around us say or think? But when our time has come on this earth and we stand before the Lord, it's not going to be on others. It's going to be on us. We're going to have to answer for why we did what we did. If we're saved why we did what we did. If we haven't accepted Christ, we're going to have to answer for that. There's only one alternative there. You know, we can't tell tell the Lord, well, you know, I was going to get saved, but I was just too afraid to walk the aisle. What would people think? I've been in church my whole life. I have to be saved, right? And if you don't know 100%, that's something you've got to get nailed down. Yeah. And you know what, that... That he's, you're not going to be able to, to have excuses or to blame anybody else when judgment comes. You know, and we never know the time. We never know when the Lord is coming back. The only thing that we do know is that he's coming back. He's going to come back. And he's preparing a place for us just now uh, for the ones that are saved. He's preparing a place for us. And that's going to be a glorious place. But where are you at tonight? Are you where you need to be with the Lord? Are you there? Are you being an errand? Are you being in a hurry saying, Hey, I'm right here beside you. I'm 100% on board, ready to go. Hey, when you need me, I'll be there. Hey, are we like Moses? Moses, 
you know, we look at him as kind of the, the focus here, but you know what? It's just a man of God that's being, that's being willing to be used. You know, he had to face a lot of things with the children of Israel, complaining, murmuring. said, why are you bringing us out of here, Moses, just so we can die? You know, they forgot about how God had saved them from that and brought them through these things. But we see here that he never gives up. Never gives up. We look at someone like Job who goes through trial after trial after trial and we say, how can you go on? How can you not throw in the towel and just stop? He says, because I have to serve God. i got to keep going on. Who is the one that gave me all this? The Lord. He so chooses to give it to me. If He chooses to take it away, then so be it. Is that our attitudes tonight? Is it, hey, God, we are and have nothing in ourselves. It's all on you. You are the one that gives us anything we have and allow us to do anything that we can do and are capable of. Being that willing servant. Just like Pastor talked this morning. That willing servant and having that attitude that people can see. His excellent spirit was visible, was evident. Holding up the arms of the leaderships around us, the, the people in our church being being faithful in our prayer life, being faithful to the house of God, being willing to invest in others, being willing to sacrifice. These are just a few things we know that we're going to be facing an enemy. We're going to be facing an enemy just like children of Israel were here today. They were facing facing an enemy, but we see they got the victory. The victory came from the Lord. Because of they, they prevailed through power of prayer there and trusting in God. Hey, we can prevail tonight. Hey, even though we're getting, we're getting tired, we may be heavy because of what we're facing, but remember, we can prevail through the Lord Jesus Christ. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, as we come before you tonight, Lord, we thank you for the